Hey homies, it's Michelle Bennett, graphic designer, turn marketer, turn interior decorator, and apparently now podcast host. That's right, peeps. I selfishly started a podcast so that I would have an excuse to pick the brains of designers, decorators, and industry experts so that I can get to the next level. And the best part is you guys are coming with me. All right, guys, I'm here today. This is take three, but I'm here today with Leanne Parker of West 11 Lane, and we are going to be doing some discovery call role playing. Thank you for being here, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to share my knowledge with everyone because sales is a super key factor in what we do. Absolutely. And I know we've, we've done this as our third take now and we already said this, but I think it's worth saying again. But if we can't nail the discovery call and we can't get people past the discovery call, we really don't have much of a business. And mm-hmm. to reiterate again, after a couple of not so great discovery calls last week, I just felt... I just felt like, okay, you know what? I need to hear how other people do these calls. I want to talk to people about like why I feel like I have to say all these things like because I have a lot of caveats to working with me and the type of client I want to work with. So I'm just curious on what okay. people think. And mm-hmm. you were so gracious as to respond and say like, I have experience in sales and what are you doing mm-hmm. here? I'd like to be a part of it. So tell everybody mm-hmm. what your background is and when you started your interiors business. Absolutely. So I just turned 37 this week and oh, I have been in sales. Congratulations. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, you so look, much. You don't look 37. You look great. Thank you. Um, so I've been in sales since I was 19. Wow. I started, yeah, I started work for my family business when I was 16 and they rolled out a wedding cake program when I was 19 and I was at one of their flagship stores. They owned a grocery business. Um, and I just, I started to learn you know, different ways to sell to people. And, and really it was a great foundation. Um, since then I've, I, well, I ended up, I studied fitness management in school. So I've done a lot in the fitness industry. And then through that, I was referred into it sales where I worked solely on the phone. So I think that's how you and I really connected was that I was letting you know, you know I've, I've called into C and VP level people wow. and massive companies through, you know, across the U S and also Canada. And I've had a lot of experience talking to really, really impressive people. And to That's be honest, scary. without, yeah, it was scary because all you have really is your ear on the yeah. receiver and your ability to say the right things. And, and really, like you said, not not show up and throw up. No, that's <laughs> so good. I love that. It's very common to do that, though. It's that's really normal. So don't feel bad about you know having that experience because that that's what a lot of people do, especially when they're first starting out in sales. Um, because your inclination is to really just want to tell everyone like how great your company is, you know, all the features and benefits to a product that you're selling, what have you. When really the foundation of sales is really getting your potential customer to feel the benefits themselves and, and know the benefits themselves. So what you're doing instead of talking is actually listening. You want to spend a lot of your time just sitting there quietly, which is great. It's a lot easier. Take the yeah. pressure off, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. 
Well, I'm freaking excited. Like I, when we started talking again today and and you were saying that you were excited, it got me really pumped because I think this Mm -hmm. is going to be so freaking valuable. So I know that before Mm -hmm. we actually started getting into the role playing of these calls, Mm -hmm. um, you said there was maybe a few things you wanted to talk about, like maybe you could explain Mm -hmm. a little bit about, I I was on your website and we have a very similar lead form. Um, Okay. But what happens after they fill out their lead form? Like explain a little bit about the process mm-hmm. before you ever get on a call and if any of that's important. Tell us anything Absolutely. you want to tell us beforehand before we get into the role playing. Absolutely. Um, so just to give you a background, I started my business, I would say about a year and a half ago. Um, we moved cross country in between that length of time. Um, so it's been interesting to reestablish myself in a new area where no one knows me. Um, with that being said, um, As far as my process goes, I definitely start with the contact form on my website. um, And I have a number of questions, um, including, you know, tell me a little bit more about your budget. What is your time frame? What does the space, you know, what type of space are you looking to redesign? Tell me more about the project details. Um, Just to kind of get people invested. I think if you don't have that already on your site, please put this on pause and go do that. um, Because when people actually fill out the form, it tells you right there that they're a lot more serious. They're less likely to be a tire kicker and um, they're already kind of ready for the next step. They need you to lead them down the road, if you will. Um, So as soon as I receive a request and it looks like something that, you know, I would like to follow up with, I try to give them, I send out an email right away. And what I do is I'll, you know, say, you know, thank you so much for reaching out. I'm so excited to help you out with your home. Uh, I never say project. I, I definitely want it to be very much more like emotional, fluffy, hit home for them. Yeah. Um, and then I give them a, a choice. People always love choices. I give them a choice of times to, you know, schedule a call and usually either that evening or the very next day. And then some other time you, you want to do like a, maybe like an evening and a morning or, you know, kind of feel out everybody has a different schedule, so you never know what's most convenient for folks. But the point is to get them to the next step, ideally within 24 hours, because the the longer the time passes, the less invested they can be. So that's the next tip. Um, After that, once they've responded, um, we go ahead and schedule it on the calendar. And then, of course, I reach out via phone, and you always want to be absolutely on time, maybe Mm -hmm. like a minute or two earlier, ideally, um, because that's really that's really your first touch point. Um, and then, yeah, I just, for every call, like I said before, I do, I do have a list of questions in front of me, which is what I did when I was in IT sales. Um, but just to kind of go back to that, one of the things that I learned, because again, I didn't have an IT background and we were selling to high level folks and in, in massive companies. Like I, I had a meeting with a C level guy at CVS. I set a meeting with a VP level, at Disney. Like these mm-hmm. are major people who they knew what they were talking about. Right. And I didn't necessarily, cause I didn't have the background. So I just had my list of questions and the point of the initial call, you have three, um, three key takeaways that you want to do. You want to number one, give them a personal connection to you, right? Cause you're now going to have a conversation Ooh. and want them to feel comfortable. You want to qualify them or disqualify them. Even, even if you disqualify them, that's still a win. Okay. Because then you're not wasting your time, right? Yeah. And there's always going to be someone else coming through. And then you want to get them to the calendar to schedule an, an on-site meeting. Okay. Those are your three main object- objectives. You don't need to do anything else. You don't need to 
talk a bunch about, you know, what you have to offer. They already know. And here's another key point that maybe not everyone knows about. Today's buyer has already made their purchasing decision before they even pick up the phone or before they even fill out that contact form. They already know because everything's online. They can do all their research ahead of time. They've already found you on Instagram. They found you on YouTube. They've looked at your website. They've compared you to who else is in the area. They're on house. So you don't need to worry about selling them anymore. What you need to worry about is not unselling them. If they're your ideal client, only if. I love it. So, okay. Thank you. I want to break down a little bit your, your, um, cause we have two leads we're going to do today. And I, mm-hmm. you and I both agree that one of them is not our ideal client. When you said that's mm-hmm. not the type of client you work with, basically you were saying like not your ideal client, which is exactly yeah. why I included it. Because okay. when, when I'm on the phone trying to identify someone's budget and mm-hmm. I, and I realize like, well, number one, that's not ideally, normally I don't do mm-hmm. finishing touches package anymore because it's yep. much work. Most of the time people don't have the budget for it and they don't really understand. So how do you talk to these people in a way that's not offensive in order to like yeah. tell them what it's going to take and you know, when it doesn't seem like that's going to be something that they can handle? So for example, yep. for you, your lead form asks for their name, their email, where they're located, great. Then they do mm-hmm. approximate budget. So for me, mm-hmm. approximate budget, timeline, um, mm-hmm. and then describe your project and provide inspiration. I find mm-hmm. like the biggest, the biggest barriers is either people have really unrealistic, unrealistic timelines. I'm sure. curious if you would agree with that. Like I want to start tomorrow and it's like, I can't start Okay. Tomorrow. What's your hot take on that? When someone has an unrealistic timeline, do you... Actually, you know what? Let's go back to that after yeah. we role play. Let's do that well, after we role play. Okay. You were going to say okay. something. Well, I have a lot to say now. <laughs> I well, these I'm are the things so that really stress me out for the record. Um, and yeah. really like, because there's three key things I find. It's like either the project itself when described to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to take a step back for one hot second here. Mm-hmm. First of all, I, at the beginning of the year, set up some criteria for working with mm-hmm. you. I'm not just going to take mm-hmm. any client that comes my way. Number one, right. you need to have a specific budget. Generally, mm-hmm. like if we're doing one room, like let's call it 15 to 20K. So that's where we're starting. I ideally okay. don't want to work with somebody on an ongoing basis. I might do a consultation only, but on an ongoing basis where you want me to source you just a rug and a dresser, like in my experience, sure. Sure. it's not good. So sure. that's my one criteria. My other criteria is we have a minimum project. Like if we're going to do a full project together outside of a consultation, we're going to have like a 35-hour minimum. So I'm, So my thing is like, I don't know when I'm supposed to tell them that. I've tried to tell them that maybe on my website. Mm-hmm. People don't read everything, right? So I'm kind right. of like, when is the right time to tell people these things when you're finding it pretty obvious they're not going to meet that criteria? So that's, that's the a great one question. Thing. Yeah, and I think it depends. So depending on what your contact form looks like, you may not even need to take it to a phone call. I don't actually recommend that because why are you going to waste your time on the phone? Well, here's the problem. A lot of people don't put a budget in. They don't know. Okay. Well, and that's a good point. So here's the thing with what you just said. So budget, oftentimes people don't really understand what their budget is. Like they'll give you a a low number just because they don't really know. They haven't done all of this at once. Right. Same thing with timeline. They don't really know. So sometimes with those two things, I would say it's our job to educate them. Okay. And, and deliver it in a, in a softer way, I guess. 
Like, yeah, which I think I need help with. <laughs> well, just so what happens is, so you have the conversation and you're asking them questions and you're letting them talk a bunch and you're asking them even more clarifying questions on top of what they're saying. And you're softening, 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 developing rapport, developing rapport. And then by the end of it, you, you now have that opportunity to come in and say, okay, here's what I heard you tell me all of these things and repeat back and let's know that they've been heard. And then you come in with your information to educate them. That's all you're doing. You're just providing information. It's nothing stressful. And then you can say, you know, does that sound like, does it sound like we would be a good fit? Does that sound comfortable for you? How do you feel about this? I, don't, I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of male, um, uh, sorry, men who contact you. Most of the time, I personally, I don't know if it's because of the copy on my site. It's mostly females who reach out to me. So it's definitely a different sell between men and women. I would very much tend to agree with that. Um, I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of men that reach out to me, but the one that I verbally mm-hmm. diarrheaed all over was a man. Mm-hmm. And I do, mm-hmm. I do know that I have to, like sometimes the budget thing, like I've had people come to me and say 10K is their budget. And I just say, mm-hmm. normally my approach is like, in my experience, when someone gives me a budget mm-hmm. and then they tell me mm-hmm. what they want, we're probably mm-hmm. looking at at least two to three times that number realistically. And I try to put it out there. And, and a lot of the times people will meet you there, but I feel like yeah. I need to know that someone can meet me there. And it's not just like sure. a number that cannot be exceeded. Sure. So that's sure. where I get a little like, how do I determine that on this call kind of thing, which I'm sure you're going to help me with when we role play. Hopefully, because yeah. the first one is the first one actually was exactly a lead I got and it was a dude, but that number mm-hmm. he wanted to furnish an entire condo was not a realistic number. So sure. I would, that's why I included that one. Cause I was just very curious. Like mm-hmm. number one, he wanted it to, well, I'm going to, I'm going to basically respond to you like he did to me. And I want to hear how you handle it. Do you think we should just go into the role playing and then we can totally pick it apart after and talk it out? Sure. Okay. Okay. So we're going to do the first one. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to just, you're going to call me and I'm going to be Paula and I'm going to read to everybody now what Paula has contacted you for. And I'm Paula and I'm just going to respond to you very similar to how last week my call went and ask a lot of the same questions. Mm -hmm. We'll go from there and you'll just work your little magic. Okay. And then, and if it's like, Mm. you know what, Maybe sometimes we don't do it right. Well, like you can always tell us, like I would have done this a little different if, if you feel like you didn't totally handle it the way you might have. But okay, sure. so for listeners, this is the lead. I am Paula. Paula has filled out Leanne's uh, lead form. Um, not exactly like her lead form, but let's pretend that the key details it. Like she put in her name, her email. Her, she lives really close to Leanne. So it's going to work. Um, she needs an interior designer to help pick out furniture and design 800 square feet two-story loft in Liberty Village. I have no furniture to use and the space is very open and bright. I would like to work with someone who can make good use of the limited amount of space available, who has a modern design style. Um, and let's also pretend that our style is aligned, but we can, let's talk about that later as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She did not include a link in the field for the Inspiration Pinterest board. She did include mm-hmm. a budget of less than 15K. And, um, as far as the, and then in the timeline, she wrote, she wants to get started as soon as possible. Okay. So then she scheduled a call and now it is time for said call with Paula. Okay. Perfect. 
All right. I am calling you now, Paula. Okay. (laughs) Ring, 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 ring. Hello. Hi, Paula. Um, Hi there. Hi, this is Leanne from West 11 Lane. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks so much for calling me. I'm great. Um, Is this still a good time for you? Yeah, it's great. Thanks. Okay, awesome. Oh, great. So I'm so excited to get to know more about your project. And it looks like you have an awesome space to work with. So um, yeah, just tell me a little bit more about what you have going on. Did you just move? So I bought a condo and I don't actually have possession yet. I'm getting possession um, mid-June. And, but mm-hmm. I do have two opportunities to go visit the condo like a, ahead of time so that I can, you know, I'm really hoping to get the project kicked off um, in one of those visits so that, you know, by the time I'm moving in in June, uh, hopefully, you know, it'll be ready for me to go. Um, but yeah, it's, I have no furniture whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. I'm living alone. It's not a huge space, but it's got like really high ceiling. So, you know, I have windows that are kind of floor to ceiling and it's a loft type space. Oh, wow. so, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Um, it's not, again, it's not huge, but there's a little bit of an outdoor area where I'm going to want to get some outdoor furniture. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm probably going to need some window treatments because I don't think um, what's there right now is going to work. Uh, okay. You know, I'm going to need to repaint, um, but I do have a guy who mm-hmm. can do that for me, but I'll obviously oh, awesome. need help picking the paint. And I'd love, you know, I really would love to have like, the day that I move in, we can be already on the go with the painting. Um, okay. So that, you know, get things moving. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I just really want to make the space really cool and a place that I can entertain in. And um, okay. Yeah. That sounds great. I'm just taking notes. Give me one second. Yeah, for sure. Okay, great. So, oh gosh, it's, it's so exciting because. I don't know. Just purchasing a new home is just always such a big deal. So you must be I know. I'm, I'm very excited. And the space is awesome. And yeah, I can't, I just, I can't wait. I'm a, I own a business. I'm the president of um, a business. So I'm really, oh, no kidding. Too, so um, I'm just kind of hoping to get some help to get the things rolling. I'm really hoping to get an understanding of what your process and, you know, I am talking to two other designers, just so you know, okay. um, just mostly yeah. because I, I've never worked with a designer and sure. I just don't know what the process is like and just trying to get as much information as I can in order to figure out how to move forward. Absolutely. So if you don't mind me asking, what are you looking for in a designer? Like what, what would be your ideal process and your ideal situation? Um, I mean, I just, I want to work with somebody who can make the space kind of look cool. I know I already said that, which doesn't say a whole lot, but I want it to feel like me. Um, you know, I'm here, you know, price isn't the only thing, but obviously I want to make Mm -hmm. sure that the price is going to make sense. Um, Mm -hmm. whether or not, you know, I can make it happen with a designer, um, in the budget I was thinking or whether I'm completely Mm -hmm. off on the budget, I just really have no idea. Um, Mm -hmm. somebody who can like mostly take care of things, like I'll be involved with some, but somebody who can just like make it happen. Absolutely. And that's definitely what I specialize in is I I really completely understand that obviously with, you know, buying a new home and being the president of a company, you have so much going on already that you probably don't need another extra few headaches going on on the sidelines. So that's really, that's really what I specialize in is really taking all of that off of your plate and taking the stress away 
so that you can relax and know that everything's handled. I'm really, I would say almost over communicative because I find that people always want to have, you know, their hand on the, on the pulse of the project as far as, you know, what stage are we in? What's happening next? Um, I find that that takes a lot of pressure off of both of us. Um, and then that way, whenever it's convenient for you, you can kind of just log in to um, the customer portal and just kind of get a feel for where we're at. Um, just, you know, like I said, uh, on your schedule. Oh, okay. um, so you said, you said to me that it's important for you, for your space to feel like you and feel cool. And I know that when you had filled out the contact form, you had mentioned that um, you're looking for a modern style. And to be honest with you, modern can be different, you know, for one person or the next. So can you tell me a little bit more about exactly what modern means to you and, and really how, you want your space to feel and look. Yeah. So I just wanted to be really clean, um, clean lines, like not too many knickknacks everywhere. Um, you know, things like that. Like I want it to feel cozy. I don't want it to feel sterile or cold, but you know, I just want it to be clean lines. Like I love white walls. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, I just, I don't necessarily have an inspiration board started, but I, I mean, I could probably okay. show you some examples of some things that I do like, but just I don't always know exactly what I like, but I feel like when I see it, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm the same kind of shopper to be honest. It doesn't always yeah. make it easy, but, yeah. but when you know, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, tell me more about the colors that you like. I like blues. I like, I said, I like white walls. I like grays. I'm more of neutral. I would say like, I don't like bright pops of color everywhere, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I just kind of like grays, whites, blues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Great. And then you had mentioned, I think that you are looking to entertain. Um, is that for holidays on, you know, weekly, how many people are we talking? What does that look like? Uh, probably like, you know, on the weekends, just have some girls over for drinks. So mm-hmm. like four of us. So probably right. like, at least a couple times a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have those days in your yeah. week. That is for exactly. sure. <laughs> okay, great. All right. So it sounds like you like the neutrals. You're liking blues and grays. Honestly, those are my go-tos personally, and I'm sure you've probably already seen my work. So yeah. I feel like we would be a great fit. I know that you said, you know, budget can be obviously a concern. Um, you know, what were you thinking in terms of a budget, really? Well, that's the thing. I don't totally know, but, I mean, I, I in my head, I just threw out the number 15000 for furnishing, sure. like just to do everything, but sure. I really just have no idea. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, most people don't because the chances of you, and I already went through this in my own life, the chances of you knowing exactly what the budget is and to purchase everything at once, normally no one does that. So yeah. it's really hard to put a, you know, attach a number to, you know, an entire project at once. Um, but I think that 15,000 is very reasonable. And of course I'll have to, you know, come in and look at the space. Um, do you actually, so I know that you had said that you have some opportunities to get in there um kind of before you actually have your closing date yeah um what do you think on your calendar would make sense for that 
Well, I mean, the sooner the better. Um, like I said, I am, I do have a couple calls booked. Um, so I'm not ready to schedule anything yet, but okay. when I make the decision and I know which way I want to go, um, mm-hmm. also like if I'm even going to work with a designer, I would love sure. if I could schedule something in even next week, just cause I obviously know like time is of the essence. If I want to be able to be in my condo like mid June and have it, you know, mm-hmm. well on its way. Sure. You said next week. Is that what you said? Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I obviously have to align with the realtor and all that, but. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm looking at my calendar right now. Would you be available on Monday? at Let's say, I don't know what your schedule is looking like. Does, would a 4.30 work for you? Um, I don't have my schedule in front of me right now. Um, so I, I'd have okay. to get back to you on that. Okay. And like I said, I just want to make sure to talk to the other two people that I kind of already have lined up and to talk to and then get back to okay. you. I'll, I'll write that down and I can get back to you on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the meantime, I just had a quick question for you. Um, how did you hear about me? I'm just curious. It, it was, um, my, my realtor's brother, um, works with you. He's an art installer, so they've done work with you. Oh yeah. So oh my gosh, he is the best. Yeah. All right. Well, honestly, Paul, I'm really, really excited for you. Um, it sounds like you have a beautiful home, and I understand completely that you want to talk to some other folks because it's a big decision. Um, so whenever you're ready, you know, definitely feel free to reach back out. Um, did you want me to follow up with you in a week or so? What, what's yeah. comfortable for you? A, a week, absolutely. But I, I will definitely reach out and let you know when I've made my decision, um, for mm-hmm. sure, either way. Okay, um, absolutely. Yeah, if you don't hear from me, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right, that sounds good. Okay, thanks so much. Thank you so much, Paula. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Click. Bye-bye. Okay. So first of all, that was really good. I have, okay. That's more or less how it went. Um, okay. Gotcha. Like I was answering it very, like you did some different things that I didn't do. Oh shoot. Okay. Okay, Here's my question. Okay. Let's pretend we're on the call back. Let's get back on this call. Let's pretend we didn't hang up just now. Let's pretend at some point in time I was like, well, what's your pro? Okay. I'm going to ask you this question. Like, what is your process? Like, how would you answer that? What would you say to that? What is my, I mean, honestly, that's something that I usually cover um, when we meet in person. So, so, but if somebody asked you on the call, what would you say then? I screwed that um, up. I was supposed to ask that because that was like <laughs> a key question that was asked of me. Uh, what would I say? I mean, you know, initially. Do you not get that question very often? I don't ever get that question. That's why I'm kind of stalling because it's you, usually, you know, it's honestly. I don't know what it is and it might be the copy on my site, but people just right away are just, they want to talk about the fluffiness and then they're ready to schedule. Like everyone is. It's very interesting you say this because I listened to a podcast this morning um, with a Mm -hmm. guy called the sales whisperer. I don't know what podcast I was listening to, but he was like, a lot of the time the, um, uh, oh God, the words escaping me, but like Mm -hmm. um, when people have, like questions or issues, a lot of times we bring them on ourselves. Okay. So like. Interesting. I think I'm doing that. <laughs> Slash. Yeah. I think I'm actually not even technically being asked. 
And I'm You're not what? I don't even know if I'm necessarily being asked. And I just start saying it. Aha! Ding, 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 ding. That's probably it. So I need to reel that in. But okay, but let's say someone did ask you. And maybe I just Mm -hmm. need to stop assuming people are going to ask me that. And I'm putting out some sort of ask me this question energy. But that, yeah, that's an on-site meaning question, to be honest. And that's what I would just say. And, And well, see, okay, so this is why I kind of was a little taken aback because I've never had anyone not schedule. Um, usually after we schedule, um, I let them know what to expect at the meeting. So okay. I'll be, we'll be going in there. We'll review my process okay. and, um, you'll decide Paula, if, you know, if you're comfortable with it and you feel that like we're a fit. And then at that point, if you decide to move forward, um, we'll be taking pictures of the space, taking measurements and we'll go over contracts. Does that sound good? Yeah. You know, I say, yes, I will be honest with you. This past week, I had a call, and she literally asked me at the end, how much money should I have ready for you, period, (laughs) and signed right away when I got there. So that's the thing, and that's why I asked all those fluffy questions, because just to get them, like, amped up, you know, invested and really liking you and trusting you and being like, wait a minute, she actually cares about me. She cares about me. She cares about what's important to me. It's not just a sale. It's not just a, Oh, like I can make your space look pretty for my portfolio. It's not that. Um, and that's, um, in my background, I, I worked in the fitness industry and I actually was a, um, I was a sales manager for Jenny Craig. Um, oh my God. Really so I sensitive. come from a weight loss company too. I come from no kidding. herbal magic. I was in marketing at herbal mm-hmm. magic in Canada. And yep. we would often, obviously, like lots of competitor research. And Craig was obviously a big one. That's so funny. Yeah. So here's what I learned there. And you may have had the same lessons there too, is by the time someone reaches out to us, a lot of times they're at their wit's end. You know, they've, they've spent years unhappy with how their space looks. This is a different situation because it's a new home. But maybe in the past, right, they've spent mm-hmm. a ton of time. They've spent a ton of money buying all the wrong things. And you know, by the time they reach out to you, they're kind of admitting that they can't do it on their own. And it's kind of a vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely what I learned through, you know, the, the weight loss industry. And um, it's really just important for us to really kind of get into the, get into their skin and really feel where they're coming from. And then just come through and be the hero and say, I can help you with this. And here's what it's going to look like. And here's what it's going to feel like. Oh, you want to feel relaxed in your space? Like, I totally understand you. You're the president of your company. Like, that's so much stress that you need to handle and, and so much that you're juggling all the time. It's so important. Just like all of those things, reiterating and understanding of them. And then also normalizing like, Oh, you know, whatever they say, Oh, you know, so many of my clients feel the same way, or I personally experienced that same thing as you did. So it's really yeah. just getting into like just a personal connection. They're not going to care. They have, they get a nine, nine other designers that they want to call in your area. I guarantee you by the end of the call, they don't want to call anyone else because you get them. Oh, so that's really where I come from. So, okay, here's, here's the two things for me. And maybe the, with this call, for example, mm-hmm. one, the timeline is mm-hmm. not realistic for me. Like, so, okay. Tell me how okay. you handle this. Okay. Like, let's say, mm-hmm. and it's easy to kind of be like, yeah, that's cool. When we're like on a call, that's like not real. Sure. But let's, okay. Let's say this sure. is your calendar right now. This person that you just yep. talked to, Paula, 
She wants yep. to be in her condo mid-June and have it be like well on its way to being furnished slash ready to go. She wants to oh, get... I, I didn't know. understand that. I thought you... I thought she was saying she wants to get the painter in there by then. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Okay. Well, and so... So number one, like... I might do a consultation with you next week, but I also might not be able to state your project. So for example, let's say, you know, Mm -hmm. that you're scheduling, like I can, the way that I kind of do this is Mm -hmm. I can schedule a consultation almost any time. And that's great. We're going to schedule the consultation. We're going to figure out, you know, what your scope is, what the cost is going to, like your estimated fees for your furnishing, estimated costs for me to do the full service. And then I'm going to let you know, based on my current project load, when we're going to kick off that project formally, because I have... Yeah. Like, I'm not just like able to slot you in like tomorrow, right? So okay. in this example, right, for mm-hmm. as an example, that timeline's a little dicey for me. So then I get okay. a little weird and I'm unsure how to handle that on the call. Number two. I'll tell you right away. Oh, okay. okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. All you have to do is you can just offer information. You can say, in my experience, X, Y, Z. In my experience, the type of project that you're describing typically takes me X, Y, Z how does that feel for you? Or is that comfortable for you? Or does that work for you? Do you think we're a fit? You just put, put the ball back in their court. Okay. And All I don't need do to say like, a fact. right. I really like that. It's, you make it sound so freaking simple. And I'm like, it is oh, simple. That's I'm thing. complicating everything. So then, okay. um, so I don't say like, based on my current project load, I wouldn't be able to. No. Okay. <laughs> and here, and here, and here's why Michelle, here's why. Your client wants to feel like they're your only client. Yeah. They're not, but they want to feel that. So definitely, they don't care what else you have going on because all that tells me, ding, 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 you don't have much time for me. You're already overworked. I need to go somewhere else. You know what? I knew I was doing all this wrong. Like I fully did know. Like I'm like, I am sending out, I'm sending out red flags, but this is why I'm doing this, right? No, for sure. It'd be better. Okay. That's great. Okay, that's simple, very simple. Okay, now let's go back to the budget. In okay. my experience, this 15K is yeah. not a realistic number. So what I would say is in my experience... Oh, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Is that what I would say? No, that it's not oh. realistic. No, because then you're criticizing them, right? No, no, I'm saying... You want to keep it... Oh. I would say in my experience, a condo of your size would probably be... Like, would I be handling it the same way that I handled the um, thing? Cut um, out. Oh, okay, sorry. So let's let's go back. Um, so for the budget, I, I'm, t- I'm just saying this to you that you're not the client right now, but I know that's gotcha. not a realistic number. Like, okay. could it be done? Yes. But those are not the projects that I work on. So okay. would I handle it the same way you ex- um, explained handling the timeline, which is like, okay, well, yeah. I'm spending 15K. Okay, great. Um, in my experience, normally something like this would probably be starting at about 20,000 to 25,000 and it could go up sure. from, depending on the quality we're looking for. How would you have handled yeah. that? Or yeah, and I would say it, and I would say it like it's no sweat off your back. Like you know, in my experience, um, I've, I've done similar projects that are just like yours that typically run around twenty to twenty-five thousand. Does that does that sound like it would be a fit for you, or does that sound like it would work for you? Just keep it super positive. And then just stop, money, right? What is it? And then just stop. Like say it, and then shut up, then right? Stop. Yes. Thank you for saying that. So in sales. He who speaks first loses. <laughs> I just so, that, yeah this morning on that podcast yeah. too. Okay, and uh-huh. why? Why? Because you start just because then you, too much? then you start with the verbal explosive. <laughs> like you just don't <laughs> stop because then you're going to unsell yourself. All you need to do is tell them the facts and ask them, "Is that okay?" 
give them, it, they're in charge of this call in a way where they have to sell themselves. So they let them say if it worked or not, let them say it worked. And then they're sold oh my God. and they decided you don't do anything. You just walk away, you just back off and just let them sell themselves. That's it. This is so good. People are going to like this. Thank so you. Much. This is so I good. I hope so. I had a um, lot of training. I used to have a sales manager who would put us in a room and scream at us. So. I'm glad you're not doing that to me. <laughs> no, I'm a little, I know I'm a little hyped up. I don't usually talk this loud, but it just, I get no. so excited because it just, it just works. I don't know. And mind okay, so, you, I can, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I've had major imposter syndrome. I know a lot of people do yep. coming from different industries and that's something that I've had to overcome, but I heard a designer up in Vancouver. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's a uh, Karen Bond. Yeah. She's on YouTube. I'm trying to get her yeah. on this podcast, but so that would be great. Yet. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she said in one of her videos, the, what was it? The, the best interior designer with worst sales skills will never have as much, as much business as the best, as the worst interior designer with the best sales skills. I hope totally. I, I, I believe that. I, I, I think I see it every day. I see it yeah. a lot. You do yeah. not have to be talented to be, you, talent's not going to do a whole lot. And just bear with me. I'm still listening. I'm just going downstairs sure. to get my charger. Um, but, uh, holy crap. That was so good. That is so good that I am doing this myself. This is what I'm saying to you. I verbal diarrhea Mm -hmm. and just start handing over information that wasn't even asked of me. I just started it off. You need to just give enough, give, give enough information to be dangerous. That's what I learned in it sales over the phone. Because if I'm talking to the VP of it at Disney, the more I say, the more I get myself in trouble. So I better be quiet. So you just ask your questions and let them talk. That's it. Oh, so good. It's so good. Okay. What if somebody said to you, um, I had train of thought that I, oh, okay. Do, did you, you just obviously started a business. You don't have like, mm-hmm. you didn't go to school or anything. No, I didn't. Um, okay. I, I just have a business background. So if somebody, maybe nobody's asked you this, but I have, I had a couple of lawyers that called me, um, which was okay. somewhat more intimidating to me for some reason. That's just how I get <laughs> But okay, that's they, right. they said, um, you know, like, uh, where did you go to school? Oh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. And I totally verbal diarrhea, a bunch of crap that like, I, I, oh. I didn't lie, but I didn't handle it very well. So did you somebody, go to school for it? No, I started, but I stopped. And I was just, I, what I should have said was I'm self-taught and I've been doing this like um, in my own homes. Like, what would you say to that? If you went to school, I would just say, where you studied. So I'll be honest. I, did, in my I past didn't. I only where, where did you modules. I was an online course. You, I never finished it. Okay. Yeah. You could yeah. say, you could definitely say self-taught. I would just be honest. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't make anything up. Just be honest. Right. I was honest, but I just didn't do it in a very, yeah. way. I think I did it in you a way. Say I'm self-taught. You know, a lot of people in this industry are self-taught, you know, so it's, yeah. I know it's that a very now, creative um, industry. Yeah. I did, I did not say it like that and they never called me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your what was your degree in? If you don't mind graphic, me. Asking. Graphic design. So there's a connection. Okay, there. so you yeah. went to art school. You went yeah. to art school. Where did you go? Ding ding yeah. ding, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Just use it to your advantage. I didn't I didn't graduate. So yeah. what's that? I, I think it's fine to be self taught. I just I wasn't prepared for the yeah. question and yeah, for sure. I, I say too much, and often it's not good stuff. <laughs> it's like it doesn't uh, help. It doesn't help me. I think 
Yeah. One thing you said before we were even on this call was kind of like, you know, we don't, we only get so many inquiries and it seemed like you were just putting a ton of pressure on that phone call to make or break. And you're just stressing yourself out. Totally. Yes. But also my point too was like, I want to know the right way to be approaching these so that I can be making the most of all these leads that do come in. And I know like I might not transform this overnight, but I feel like I'm not lying. Like you have given me, like, this has been extremely, extremely helpful for sure. Like, so thankful. (laughs) So, okay, let's do the next one for funsies, which, okay. okay. Oh boy. Yeah. This next one is, is what did you call it? Unselling? What did you say it was? Um, disqualifying. Yeah. And like, basically, and Mm -hmm. this is basically what it was. Although Mm -hmm. for me, it's looking to see if I have the opportunity to do just a consultation for the client. And it's like a, 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 like one and done type thing, which is what I did do with this one. Okay. So we're going to do the second role-playing call and it's going to be with Mm -hmm. Jessica. And this is what Jessica filled out on her lead form on my website. Uh, okay. I'm looking for help to add some wow in my house with a gallery wall, artwork, choosing wallpaper, decorating shelves, and the rest of the decor items, cushions, rugs, etc. Working with existing furniture, I prefer to do the shopping and have a good bunch of things picked out, but would love an opinion from someone with a good eye. Inspiration left blank. And actually, when she scheduled my call, she put in her budget at 2K. So from go, this was like a hard no. I'm curious. Wait. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you going to say? But you already know it's doable, right? On some level. Not, not to work with you, but it is doable, right? So, and you said that you sold her a consultation. Is that what you yes. do? That's one of your packages? Basically, okay. it was like, I'm going to see whether this is a... Fle- because first of all, I do know, I, I try to be open-minded with a budget. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, okay, <laughs> bug truck. Number one, this is not a type of project, even if she had... Um, She'd have to have a fairly significant budget for me to even want to take this on because generally Mm -hmm. speaking, I don't do accessorizing only mostly because in my experience, it's just, it's, it's the most intensive part of the job and the least Mm -hmm. profitable. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. um, I find that the expectations when you're only doing that sometimes are hard to meet, um, Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just not, it's just at this point doesn't necessarily work for me. So that being said, okay. I was thinking about the consultation being an option, but also based on what she was wanting, I was like, Ugh. if I'm helping you like with your floor plans, it was a little dicey and I don't know how it's how successful it'll be, but I did schedule her in a consultation. But um, like I was saying, yeah. sometimes I'm open-minded about a budget that's put in because I have had people say their budget's mm-hmm. 10K and then we ended up doing uh-huh. like 30,000. So I, I know Same. that now. Um, yep. but anyways, I think we both agreed that this is not an ideal client. We may sell, mm-hmm. but it's important for her to realize that's probably all she can get. Yeah, absolutely. So um, when, when you get something like this, are you open to getting on a call? Like how would you approach it before a call? What would you do? That's a great question. So I actually need to revise my website to make it clear that I'm only doing multi-room projects and renovations. Um, yeah. I, I just embarked on a site redesign, um, late last week. Um, so that's number one. I wouldn't do that though if I was trying to sell consultations because obviously you still want to have that opportunity. So, um, I would get on the call with her if you're selling a package. If there's an opportunity for you to make money, then do it. Get on yeah. the phone. Yeah. Worth your time. You're not traveling. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, let's hop on the phone then, shall we? Yes, we shall. 
Okay. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> the sound effects are great. Jessica? Right? Yes. Hi, Hi, Jessica. This is Leanne. This is Leanne. How are you? Thank you so much for calling. I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh my gosh. Same, same. Um, is, this is still a good time, I'm assuming? Yeah, for sure. Let's do okay, this. Okay, awesome. So it sounds like you have some good stuff going on over there and you're looking for a little bit of help with accessorizing and whatnot? Yeah. So, um, I just, I have kind of, maybe the furniture is not like perfect or anything, but, um, I, I'm just kind of have to work with what I have right now. And I really just sure. want to be able to pull the space to make it feel finished. Like in my basement, I have like, it's the, where my kids hang out and there's like a whole wall of, um, like built-ins. So there's probably about a good 20 open shelves there. Uh, sure. Then I have like my fireplace where I think I need art on either side and maybe like above my couch, I was thinking maybe a gallery wall. And then yeah. um, I have like a little reading area where I think I need like a rug and some cushions. Um, mm-hmm. And then I thought maybe that room might look really cool with a wallpaper. So I was thinking like a wallpaper right. would look really good there. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just kind of tying up a bunch of loose ends in all of the spaces to make it feel like they're more done and pulled together. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So can I ask you, what is, what has kind of held you back from doing that so far? Um, well, I thought I tried to do it myself and I just couldn't, obviously, like I found, I found it really hard to just make it happen. So I think okay. I've just finally given up probably budget too is a big one probably looking oh, okay. to invest about like 2000 or so. Okay. In that one room? No, like throughout everywhere, like throughout the home, like all oh. the odds and ends that I need. Like understood, with the like the gallery wall and, and all that. Okay. Where do you like to shop? I'm just curious. Um, I like to, I do a lot of home goods, like home, home sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love those doors. <laughs> nice. All right. So, so you really haven't pulled the trigger because of budget, and then, but also, it sounds like there might be something else going on. Are you just looking to, for a better understanding of uh, a better understanding of what size artwork to place? Yeah. What size, kind of I that sort of thing, or should be like where the best place to put art is. I just like I, I yeah. thought I could do it, and then when I like look around, I'm just like I have no idea how to make this like finishing layer happen yeah that honestly is so common um and you've been thinking about this for a while then yeah like we moved in we've been there for five years so oh um, yeah so we've been there a while and it's like I think it's just I've realized like I'm it's just I'm not gonna make it happen it's okay I've definitely been there myself (laughs) yeah Yeah, I definitely my first home five years until I put something on the wall I'm not even kidding (laughs) oh wow okay I don't feel so bad (laughs) <laughs> now you're totally you're totally normal. Um, all right, so I'm thinking I can definitely help you. And here's the thing: so this is why I offer this type of a package is because sometimes people just like the fun of being involved themselves and really like getting in there. Um, and it sounds like you probably have some practice with that anyway. Um, I definitely recommend a consultation. And what I can do is obviously get a better feel for the space. You and I can spend some time together kind of walking through your home and I can give you a lot of advice. It sounds like you have a $2,000 budget today, which is great. Um, 
maybe make the most sense is, you know, we could schedule, like figure out a schedule where over time you could, you know, pick up the pieces that you need, um, you know, kind of just prioritize what's most important, what's going to make the biggest impact for now, and then, you know, move along with it. Does that sound okay? Yeah, that sounds great. I think that would be really helpful. Typically, I charge four fifty. We'll make sure that we run through every aspect of your home. We'll, I'll make sure that I'm providing you with all the details that you'll need to move forward confidently on your own. Uh, and we'll go from there. What, what's great. your schedule looking like? Do you have some time on Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Um, what I, I could probably do a 10 a.m. on Saturday or it looks like a 2 p.m. on Sunday, which is better for you. Let's do 10 a.m. on Saturday. Okay, perfect. And remind me, what's your, what's your physical address? Uh, 24 Sarah street. Okay. All right. Perfect. So, and is there anything I need to do to prepare for that? That's an awesome question. And thank you so much. Um, (laughs) I'm actually, I'm going to ask you to pull together a little bit more inspiration. Um, do you prefer Pinterest or house? I like Pinterest. Okay, great. Um, so just pull together, as many images that you want to collect that really, you know, inspire you or feel like they reflect you and your style. And then we can review that when, when I'm over there. Does that sound good? That sounds good. All right, great. So I will see you on Sunday at 24 Sarah Street. Perfect. And I'll give you a call. I'll give you a call a day before just to make sure it still works for you. Okay? Okay, awesome. All right, thanks so much. Thank Looking you. Looking forward to it. Okay, so I like that what you did there was instead of like... You just cut right. You were just like, I know this is a consultation only. I'm just going to go right to it. I did not do that. I like went through a whole long spiel about like, anyway, we don't need to say what the, it was just a big roundabout way to get to that. So now I know like if you fall into the consultation only, then Mm -hmm. basically um, just get right to that and say, I have a great service for your needs. Um, Mm -hmm. Right. Um, okay. I have a, is there anything else you want to say about that type of call that we didn't cover or that you feel like is important to talk about? Cause I have more. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I liked her more than Paula. <laughs> right. She was saying, sorry, Paula. Yeah, I know. Pa- Cause fun. Paula was a little, it's like you could tell, well, okay. I should tell you actually, Paula <laughs> did call me. Okay. Interestingly, Paula was a lead that ended up being the president of Purple Magic. Yeah. The new company. Like, so it was this really odd mm-hmm. connection. So we did get to build uh, a rapport that way, which was really cool. Nice. And I think because yeah. of that connection, she, he, okay, it was a he, was ultra respectful of sure. my situation. He And I followed up with him sure. Um, sure. just saying, hey, I'd love to get you in the calendar because I know you want to get things moving as quickly as possible. Um, and right. he called me right after and was like, I just wanted to, call oh, wow. him, you know, I decided that I'm going to do it myself because I can maximize my budget better. He's like, I know it's not going to be, the thing. you did it. Yeah. And it's fine. And then he said, mm-hmm. like, if I had been going forward with somebody, it would have been you. And That's he awesome. appreciated the explanation of the process, but I, I, truth be told, it was too much. But anyway, so that's how that yeah. ended up. And I think it was fair to say, yeah. like, it was obvious that he was getting information in order to figure out whether he had the right budget that made sense. And I think he just did. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. which I think sure. the biggest reason most of the time is people don't have a clear understanding of what the budget should be. So sure. my question to you is this, 
Mm-hmm. I've set up like a lead funnel of sorts where I'm trying to be a little more hands-off in the, the, the process. So now when someone mm-hmm. fills out my form, mm-hmm. they get an automatic email that has a link oh. to more information and it's like a pro, but mm-hmm. I'm curious if you think it's too much and that, cause it's the document I would talk about for my process in the consultation as well as going over my contract. And it's like, you don't have to read it, but if you feel like you want to learn more about the process, then it's there. So if it's too much, that's cool. I can remove it. That's my personal opinion. And you might hear different from other people, but I, again, it's kind of like showing up and throwing up. It's just too much information and it's more, it makes it seem like it's more about you and what your agenda is. In my personal opinion, I feel like the more, okay. I mean, you've done projects, right? We're in people's bedrooms. We're in their bathrooms. Like we're in their closets. We're all, it's such a personal thing where I think having that personal touch with you and really making it seem like you really, like I said, climb into their skin and really get to know what matters to them and you care about them. That's all, that's all they need. And do you think that there's, there's a good reason, like whether, okay, is this a good or a bad idea in your opinion? Okay. Having somewhere on your website outline, like what average pricing is per room for furnishing. No, I don't, don't think, think it's necessary. No, I don't. You know what? Okay. So it's best to just, okay. So my question is this. Do we need to be worrying about weeding? Like, how do we weed people out to our calls to get on a call with me? If they're not, is there, and should we be trying to weed people out who are not going to meet the right budget? uh, Whether it be like design or room, or do we need to just, yeah. It depends again, how far off are they from budget? Are they 5,000 or 10,000? I wouldn't sweat it too much is you know if they're two thousand dollars of my budget to outfit you know four rooms well okay you and I know it's doable over time or I know honestly and I've I had that project that was my first project two thousand dollar budget trust me entryway living kitchen and dining okay we ended up spending three thousand but that's pretty good I mean to get it done I know it's possible would I sign up for that type of project now no No, I wouldn't but now I can tell the difference but um, I forgot what your question was. To be honest. That's okay. That's okay. So I guess my question is like, I was like trying to weed people out and, and avoid getting on calls, like trying to pre-qualify oh. people. That's a better way of asking the question. Is there, should we be doing that? And is there a way to do that? Before I mean, that's why I have a, yeah, that's why I have a contact form. And I mean, how many, how many inbound calls are you really getting? How many inquiries are you getting per month? Well, not that many, no, but at that one point, okay, there's a whole other yeah. level of this that's like not worth me getting into, sure. but it just like, okay. um, <laughs> it just, it's a lot of mental energy for me when I have like discovery calls. So it's me trying to like, yeah. anyway, that's a whole other thing. But what I have managed to do though, is like, I only have two days a week now that people can schedule calls so that I can at least like have okay. one day where it's like a really concentrated day of those so that the energy involved sure. is lower. And you're right. In the grand sure. scheme of things, it's not like they're coming crazy, but mm-hmm. it's a whole other thing. But anyway, so... Well, yeah. 
If somebody were to show up, okay, because I've had leads where people are like, I want you to do this for $500. You would, would you just type out back and say like, oh, like, would you get on a call or would you say something back via, like, how do you deal with it before getting on a call? Do you do any more work on email or do you just take the call that they schedule and then deal with it there? If they're, if they're just like so wildly unrealistic that you're like, I don't understand why. I mean, like, yeah, people will DM me, like people that know me, for example, they'll be like, oh, great. I'm buying a new house. Like you can help me. And I'll be like, great, let's do a, this, that, and the other. Here's my rate. Like, I don't, it, it, it depends on the scenario. And the, and the thing is, again, with the personal touch with a phone call, I think in this day and age with so much technology, I think that it still makes a difference to have that connection. And it still is a reflection of your brand. I just feel like it's, it just kind of like, just feel it out. And then my question to you I know that I, you didn't share too much detail about how there's, it seems like there's just a lot of energy around the initial call that maybe it's stressing you out kind of thing. Yep. Do you feel like going through this and learning more about, you know, just asking questions and let them talk and kind of just going to the counter, do you think that's going to take a lot of pressure off of you and yeah, make it easier? I do. I feel like I'm really good at overcomplicating things. So I feel mm-hmm. like the whole idea of them just talking and, and just, like you said, just burp, say, yeah. say what you say and just yeah. educate and then just like let them make the call. Mm-hmm. You know, whether or not that budget makes sense or that timeline makes sense or whatever. Sure, right? sure. All yeah. you have to do is be curious. That's all yeah. you have to do. There's no stress around being curious, right? Yeah. What Do you ever get people... Um, Okay, so what happened? How do you handle somebody who fills out your lead form? They put in mm-hmm. a Pinterest link, and that yeah. style is so, so opposed to yeah. anything that inspires you. Any like, because it's just harder, right, to work with somebody that's so out of your style yeah. range. Like, it's harder for everyone. Yeah. How do you, ha- do you yeah. how do you handle that or suggest handling that? I mean, I definitely might just give them a quick call and just let them know. You know, it's it's not my um, my love my point of expertise. Um, but you know, just thank them for, you know, taking the time to reach out to me. And I'm so, you know, it's, it's a comment obviously. And I don't know, but basically happened, would, I think you wouldn't be looking to like try to sell them through. I wouldn't try to sell them because they're not my ideal client. And right. the thing, and that's the thing that it's a mindset where, okay, if you don't sell this person that you, you don't want to always be attached to the outcome. Like if that's the easiest way to sell, just be like, either either it works or it doesn't and either one is okay mm-hmm. because if you if if you don't decide to work with me there's somebody else coming behind you yeah that's it that's your mentality um and I don't want to why do I want to for example for me personally traditional style that would be like the worst thing ever like and it's beautiful and people do it really well but that is just not my you know personal preference so like I just I I'm gonna enjoy staying in my wheelhouse and yeah. they're going to enjoy it better too as my clients. So that's all like, and I think too, it's again, in this day and age when there's so much online, you know, there's so much visual Pinterest is a search engine. Everybody's on Instagram. Like they see your work. They already know, Hey, is this me or is it not me? Yeah. Like, there's you a reason why I they call find, you. I find that that is often a referral based where oh, this, this okay. happens a lot where it was less about them having found you and someone referred you. And unfortunately they're just, 
I, I do sure. find that people don't like for me, it's like, it makes sense to find somebody that you connect and resonate with their portfolio. Like that's important. Mm-hmm. And that number one, mm-hmm. I'm going to be inspired. It's going to be an easier mm-hmm. process. I'm not like trying to fight against mm-hmm. like this room that you want that like goes against all of my design principles, but uh-huh. people get referred or it's just, it's, it's, fascinating to me I'm like I don't even understand like what why you're contacting me because I don't meet any of that but I think they just are some people just don't see that either right because they don't get it no you're right you're right and I think that's well that's a good point because you've probably been in business longer than I have so and I plus I moved so I haven't I'm not in that realm yet where I'm getting referrals but I think it's even that more important if you're getting a referral from a past client for you to get on the phone with them thank the potential explain to them and wish them well and then yeah. maybe contact your past client and say, thank you so much for that referral. That was so nice of you. I'm so glad that you had such a good experience with me that you would, you know, send a referral there. But, you know, just to let you know, here's what happened and like, here's why, you know? Yeah. Oh, I just feel like it's so much easier than I'm making it. That's basically what it, it is. Into. It really is. Okay. okay. So why don't you tell us like maybe like a couple, if there's anything else that we didn't touch on that you think is wildly important when it comes to the sales and this initial call specifically, and that maybe we didn't touch on. And actually, before we even get to that, do you want to tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit, like when you go to a consultation, tell us what that looks like. Because it sounds like you are doing a lot of like the explaining the process, how much Mm -hmm. you give on process, because it's still an element Mm -hmm. like our, it's what we do is very elaborate, right? Yeah, it really is. Expectation management that needs to happen in order to have a good experience. So tell us, like, Mm -hmm. you know, without going too crazy for you, because I know we're running out of time, but what does that consultation look like? What's your biggest goal in the consultation? And do you, obviously, it's to make them a client. And are you trying to make that happen in that meeting? Uh, What's the last sentence you just said? You just cut out. Oh, so what's your, like, is your goal to turn the client in the consultation into a full service client during that consultation? I knew you were going to say that because you're in sales and you get it. <laughs> okay. So let's yeah. tell us a little bit about that then. Okay. So I'm a little bit different than a lot of other designers where I don't charge for the initial meeting. I've done it. I've, I've gone both ways. My primary objective for that initial meeting is to, to have contract signs. It's signed. I do not electronically send contracts because I'll never hear from people again. I want you in front of me and tell me no right in front of me, right? Okay. <laughs> but the whole point of being on site is for me to be there and for them to feel me there and, again, outline the most important parts of the process, right? Not They don't need 100 details, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what are the normal pain points of people, no matter what you're selling? Uh, lack of time lack of money and a bunch of headaches, right? Yeah. So people want to take as much stress off their plate as possible, make things simple. Um, time, obviously people want things done efficiently, right? And maybe they don't have time to do it themselves. That's why they're hiring you and, and money. They don't want to waste money doing the wrong things, right? Yeah. And making mistakes. So you, with those things in mind, you want all of the benefits that you're outlining are t- touching those points. Okay. So I just, I always like to stress, like, you know, again, I think I mentioned on the first call about how, you know, I have a, I use my Doma. Yeah. Um, I've been using them for about a year. I, I like the system. It's good. Um, I use that. And that's, that's another way to train the clients too. Don't be texting me. Don't be giving me phone calls. 
Like I'm like, you know, this is our studio where our your communication and my communication will live. And that means I'm not going to be texting you in the middle of the night or, you know, giving you, you know, calling you up on the phone. I'm not going to be bothering you when you're ready. And when the time makes sense for you, you can log into that studio and chances are you'll have a message from me because I like to communicate and I like to keep you posted because it's your yeah. house. It's important. Right. Yeah. Um, so between that and I just kind of give them an idea. Okay. Like here's, um, what's going to happen next. So within 24 hours, I'm going to send you back a copy of your contract and your sales receipt. Um, I'm going to send you a login for that customer portal and you're going to have your own account. Um, and then after that, we're going to start, you know, working on the design process and working on your renderings and whatnot. And then typically two to three weeks out, we're going to, you know, reconvene and we're going to have a presentation meeting. I just kind of just walk them through the process high level. Yep. Let them know. Okay. And then after this happens, this is what happens next. When, when we're ready and everything's been approved, then we're going to start the purchasing project. And, you know, at that point, uh, your third deposit will be due. And here's what happens then. Like, and, and I try to, I make it exciting too. I didn't mention I used to be a kickboxing instructor. Okay. And I was pretty rough with people. And one thing that I learned through that, I, I actually, my class was during um, Friends every Thursday night. Okay. That's going back. <laughs> it was quite... It was a terrible plot, right? I had 40 something people in my class every week and I beat the crap out of them. And the, and how I did it and why people kept coming back is because I was so excited and just made it like, just got everyone so enthusiastic that like they were just on board. And so that's what I try to do when I sell and and enthusiasm sells. Okay. Get get, get people excited. They're on board. That's it. I got one thing for me. (laughs) You have a lot going for you. Um, so that's, yeah, so, yeah that. that's what I use is that tool walking them through the process. I like, get them excited. They're invested. Okay, great. And then num- and then when they're ready to sign the contract, it's like a no brainer. And the other night when I was at the house, I just, I was like, okay, you guys, please take your time and read this contract thoroughly. Both of you, um, I'll take all the time you need. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot you know, upstairs and go take some measurements, take some photos. And so like, I'm not even, you know, I'm not over their shoulder and, contract sign, got the check. And how does it work? How do you collect funds? Like, do you say, I think that your project's going to be like 40 hours. Like, how do you identify, how do you, or is it a retainer? I, I charge design fee, um, plus, um, I mark up product. Okay. So, so I'm collecting, I'm collecting upfront 50% of the design fee. And you just like on the spot establish like what that fee is based on how long you think it's going to be more or less. Um, I just kind of know offhand, like, yeah, yeah I just I have a feel for it. But yeah. Okay. So, okay. The goal, yeah. is, and this is what I do. Even Kimberly Selden, I'm sure you're familiar with her. Yeah. She, she's yeah. like, yeah, you got to tell them on the spot. I, I do think a lot of this yeah. is a mindset thing. Like for you, you're yeah. just like, yeah, no, they're going to sign. Whereas right. um, I'm like, they're not going to sign on the consultation. And I have realized in the yeah. last three years, like as soon as I'm all, I allow my brain to believe something, AKA for me, it was like, no client's going to give me a check for $50,000 on the spot for furniture. Well, when I finally allowed myself to believe that was possible, then it did happen. So it's like, exactly. I find that it's, it, it's always, it's a mindset thing that I have to overcome yep. before it's like, a, it's anything else really. I just have to yeah. myself to believe it in order to make yeah. it happen. Yeah. You got it inside of you already. It's already, it's already here. You just got to come around to it. That's all. Totally. And this is half the battle right now. So, okay. You were telling me that you are actually going to be launching something soon. Oh 
yeah. So Tell I've been everybody. working behind. Yeah, I've been working behind the scenes on a, a sales course. It's a crash course for interior designers because as much as I felt like I was behind the eight ball coming from another industry, I took for granted the knowledge that I had in business and sales. I just feel like everyone yeah. must know this. Yeah. And then I quickly <laughs> realized that's not the case. So I know that I have a lot of training from different different programs and different big companies. Um, and I just want to share it. And I, in a digestible form, you yeah. know, I think I actually have Kimberly Feldon's one of her books. Um, yeah. I met her at high point a couple, I think last year and it's great, but I have to dedicate, you know, a certain amount of time to reading it and whatnot. So I figured, you know what, let's, let's kind of condense this down where you can, maybe you have a call scheduled and you're freaking out and you're brand new. How do I handle this? Well, here you can read through this or go through the course and it's just, it's very quick. Right. Um, I think that's going to be awesome because I think it's, I mean, obviously everything that you just said is so, makes so much sense. Everything that you just explained to me and what you did, like you made it so much simpler and it's good. I think, yeah. So I think you creating something for people is going to be amazing and make sure you tell me when it's ready and I will. Yeah, same thing. I'm out of breath because I ran up the stairs. But okay, tell me where they can go follow you. Okay, also, how do you have that many followers on Instagram after a year and a half? Um, I just, I've made it an odd priority, which I don't necessarily think is a good idea, but I don't know. Like, I, I really should be spending more time networking with contractors in the area and whatnot, but I'm like, I really just love the platform. So, yeah. is it know, driving business of, for you? It is. It, Drove business for me while I was moving and I was only doing e-design. Okay. Then it was good. Not yeah. for full service projects because I don't think my ideal client is really on Instagram necessarily. I know. Um, it's hard, eh? But it's a good landing page, right? And that's why I put content everywhere. I'm on YouTube as well because when your potential clients are shopping, the scenes before they even contact you, they're looking at all the things. So yeah. I want to make sure everything looks good. Um, and I, I just do a lot of communication like people comment I always respond yeah people DM me I always respond just you know be again like that personal connection in such an IT or yeah. like a technological world. world yeah for sure people I think that's that. so true too like um I've really tried to to be better at that because I just get overwhelmed very easily and sometimes it's just like too much but then I'm like you know what yeah this is what people remember is yeah like honest and like responding and making them feel seen and important and even Mm -hmm. if it's like for me too I get a lot of designers that reach out to me because of the podcast and my Facebook group and sometimes it's a lot because it's like people are asking me like question business related questions and I'm and like it's great Uh, and I appreciate it mm -hmm. but it can be overwhelming at times but I'm like you know what I just know that anytime I DM somebody that I admire or follow or whatever like it means so much to Mm -hmm. me that just makes mm-hmm. people like even more drawn to you that you've taken that time. Yeah. So I think on all levels, it's so important. And sorry. I agree. So where do they follow you on Instagram and go check out your website? Oh. Yes. So my handle everywhere is West 11 lane and 11 is spelled out. Um, and then, yeah, my, my website is West 11 lane.com. Hopefully we'll be redesigned within the next eight weeks. Fingers crossed. Well, I'm going to go check it out because I'm sure it'll have lots of great sales to like sales processes on there <laughs> that I can uh, mimic on my own website. I Thank feel good you. for my lead form though. My lead form was very similar to yours. I was like, 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm going to go back and I'm going to remove the link to the process form that they get beforehand. And I think I'm just going to have an automatic email that says like, hopefully you've checked out my portfolio and this and that. And then here's where you can schedule your call. I actually yeah. don't. I, and then I follow up manually on my own if they haven't scheduled a call. But mm-hmm. I really try to make sure people have looked at my portfolio because that's been a thing that people haven't been uh, doing. Like I said, for yeah. long, I think, but, um, yeah, I think that's all I got. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday to do this. You're welcome. This is literally a blast. I I'm really so enjoy glad. you a lot. Well, anytime <laughs> you want to do this again, if there's any other topics that you have, you're like, you know what? Yeah. I got this nailed. I'm totally open. Like you just DM me, reach out to me and I'm down to do it again. Okay. That sounds awesome. Thank you so much. And I will keep you posted as to when this goes live. Okay. So that you know, and you're going to keep me posted on when your sales stuff goes live. Yeah. This is good motivation for me to get. How freaking awesome was she? I'm telling you guys, I'm overthinking this as I do, as I do. That's just kind of my MO. Um, but yeah, she was amazing. She didn't know anything about my podcast. She, she's not in my Facebook group. She literally, I posted in Veronica Solomon's group because I figured by default, I feel like there's a lot more newbies in my group, which I think is great. But that's why sometimes I do a little bit uh, more posting in Veronica's group as well, because I figure um, maybe some more seasoned designers will respond that's just a theory. I don't want you to be offended if you're in my group and you've been at this for some time. I'm just basically making a generalized statement that may or may not be true. But anyways, and she just DM'd me or she first, she said like, what are you doing exactly? And I said, DM me. And she did. And I just said what I was doing. And she's like, yeah, I used to be in sales. I'll totally do that. And I was pumped. So excited. She did not disappoint, and I hope that by the time this goes live, well, this is going live probably um, in a couple weeks. I don't know if she'll have the sales course ready, but I'm going to tell her to make sure she lets me know because I'm happy to share that the second it goes live. So there you go. Um, Yep, so that was part two. We've got for sure part three happening. I just need to edit the podcast. It was also really awesome. And... um, Hopefully Claire Jeffords is also going to do this. Claire, I'm shouting you out. I don't know that you listen to this podcast, but hopefully somebody will will, will give you the old poke and say, hey, make sure you do that with Michelle. Um, anyways, guys, that's all I got for you for this week. Please, if you enjoyed the podcast, do me a favor, subscribe, uh, leave a review. I love, love, love the reviews. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to ask you to do one extra thing. Tell a designer friend about it. If you think this has been helpful, like let's pay it forward. Let's tell everybody we can about how awesome the podcast is and that you're finding it valuable and that you think it's helpful. Um, I am just literally overwhelmed on a weekly basis. Now I'm getting either emails, DMS, people posting on their face or their uh, Instagram pages, shouting out that they're listening to the podcast. And this is like, way more than a girl could have ever hoped for. So let me tell you, it's highly motivating. So keep doing that and I'm going to keep doing this. How about that? (laughs) It's very motivating. Anyways, guys, that's all I got for you this week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Or I didn't hit record. I'm not, I'm oh, sorry. I have to do all that over again. Nor, sorry, you did a great job. Okay, here we go. We're, we're redo, redo. <laughs>
All right, guys, I'm here today with Leanne Parker of West 11 Lane, who has agreed to do some role playing for the discovery call with us today. Thank you for being here, Luann. Sorry, Leanne. Okay, redo. <laughs> That's so common. I've been called Luann a thousand times. This is all going in my blooper reel. 